0: I.V.M. You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios Coffee aficionados, sadly some bad news is brewing for you this morning. Climate change is coming for your coffee. A BBC report suggests that due to the world heating up, coffee plantations are taking a hit from diseases, droughts and unfavourable growing conditions. This has also caused the price of coffee to double over the past two years, largely due to droughts and frosts in Brazil, which is the world's biggest coffee producer. Now, when it comes to coffee, there's a whole world of 124 different species out there. Yet, the vast majority of global coffee production, which is around 99%, is dominated by just two heavyweights Arabica and Robusta. Even the most adventurous coffee drinkers tend to stick to these tried and true options. But relying so heavily on just two coffee species might not be an option anymore. For example, Arabica, the coffee bean that dominates 70% of the world's coffee trade, is particularly vulnerable to changes in temperature and humidity. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to produce enough of it to meet the growing demand in the past few years. In fact, according to experts, If global temperatures increase by just 2 degrees Celsius, a quarter of the world's Arabica supply will suffer major declines in yield. And if things get hotter by 2.5 degrees Celsius, a staggering 75% of the supply will be impacted. But it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, we still have 122 other species, right? Coffee producers are hoping that the Liberica variety will be the saving grace in sustaining the industry's production. This hipster bean... Hails from Western and Central Africa, but it's primarily grown commercially in the Philippines and currently makes up only 2% of the world's coffee production. However, the issue with Liberica is that if it's not processed and roasted correctly, its taste can be quite unpleasant. And that's why it hasn't always been everyone's cup of tea, or coffee in this case. And that's why experts are turning their attention to a specific type of Liberica called Excelsa, which has smaller beans, in hopes of improving its taste. Besides, more coffee species are needed to sustain coffee production and preserve the livelihoods of coffee farmers. For example, in Ethiopia, coffee constitutes a quarter of the country's total exports. Unfortunately, the impact of climate change means that as much as 59% of Ethiopia's current coffee-growing area could become unsuitable for the crop. And this is not just a problem for Ethiopia. Other coffee-growing regions are also experiencing similar pressures. And that's why the rise of Liberica might just be what the coffee industry needs to brew up a more sustainable future. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Shorbury, and this is the Deep Dive for 14th April 2023. HBO Max and Discovery Plus are set to merge after all. Warner Brothers Discovery, or WBD, which owns HBO, officially confirmed the rumors that have been doing the rounds ever since Warner Media and Discovery merged two years back. But the bigger deal is that the new streaming service is dropping HBO out of the name. It's not HBO Max anymore, it's going by just Max now. Of course, it's going to be quite the culture shock because HBO has been around for 50 years. But we're guessing that WBD's rationale is that Max as a platform will offer all kinds of content, not just premium shows. Anyway, along with the re-christening came other announcements on upcoming shows and projects for Max. For starters, and this might interest millennials especially, a new Harry Potter series is in the works. And it's looking like this is going to be one of the longest-running series for the new streaming service. Because to quote WBD's press release, the Harry Potter series will be a quote unquote decade long series produced with the same epic craft, love, and care this global franchisee is known for, end quote. But don't expect the same cast. What could also rake some controversy in this is the fact that J.K. Rowling, the book's author who has lost some of her fan following over her transphobic comments, will be among the show's executive producers. Some other popular shows like The Big Bang Theory, Game of Thrones and True Detective are all expected to come back with new spin-off series. There's also some excitement around Colin Farrell reprising his role as the Penguin in the Batman spin-off series. And horror fans, please listen up. The Conjuring Universe is also coming back in a serial format. Now, obviously, these are all really big announcements from Max. Yet, we can't say that everybody's thrilled. Because like I said before, this is not just a mere rebranding or renaming, right? For fans, this right here is the death of a beloved classy 50-year-old brand. And you know, perhaps people's displeasure on this rebranding isn't just coming out of nowhere. Because with successful shows like Succession or True Detective or Euphoria, Chernobyl, The Wire or even the vintage favorites like The Sopranos, Six Feet Under and others, The HBO catalogue clearly etches out a personality that stands out from other television networks and streaming services. Now, of course, all these shows are going to be available in Max, but the issue here is a personality clash. As an NYT report puts it, the new combined streaming service will be bringing together classic HBO series like The Sopranos and Succession with Discovery's reality TV series like Dr. Pimple Popper and Fixer Upper. No shade, but you get the point that they're making, right? Now moving on to price tiers. From what we know, Max is going to cost between nine point nine nine dollars to nineteen point nine nine dollars per month, depending on whether you pick the ad-free version or not. So not exactly cheap. But there's a lot of pressure on David Zaslav, the CEO of WBD, to make it work, because obviously Max is going to be competing with the likes of Netflix and Disney. But what could become a concern is that amid recession fears, people are trimming their entertainment-related expenditures which includes streaming subscriptions as well. According to Morning Consult Economic Intelligence, which surveys consumer patterns, between February 2022 and February 2023, recreation or entertainment was among the categories with the sharpest year-over-year decline in spending as consumers faced elevated price growth. And that does tally with the fact that streaming companies have been witnessing a low period with subscriber count going down along with profits. It's also making investors question if the streaming boom is over. Will all these factors dampen Max's entry or will the merged content maximize its viewership? And before we sign off for the week, here is a third segment, One Last Thing, where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines. With 4.20 just around the corner and by that we mean April 20th, the pot base in the States is thriving. The green wave of the cannabis industry is riding high above other commodities such as chocolates, craft beer, eggs and opioids with a whopping projected revenue of $33.5 billion this year. This shows a remarkable surge in the industry with an increase of $4 billion compared to the previous year's earnings. MJBiz, a B2B industry resource, states that marijuana alone injected about $90 billion overall into the US economy and ignited more than 500,000 jobs in the process. These numbers are expected to hit a grand $170 billion by 2028. Plus, the cannabis industry's edgier and trendier cousins such as vapes, edibles and tinctures are also hogging the limelight and taking the market by storm. So, I guess Mary Jane is never going out of style. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Share this podcast with your friends and family. And send us your feedback at hello at the The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. This episode was written, researched and produced by Akshaya, Manaswini and Me Shorburi. Edited by Venkat Anand. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvana. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.